Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes, yes you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus, and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. (laughs) Right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this about imposter syndrome, but I am excited to be breaking it down and talking about how Moses dealt with imposter syndrome mindset and feeling stuck or, you know, not even wanting to get started doing what God asked him to do. And I know that a lot of us in this online space, especially as Christian entrepreneurs, we feel that same way. We feel stuck or we're not even getting started with creating our online business by God's design or waiting until something is perfect because we do not feel like we're the right girl for the job, right? Like who I, who am I to be doing this mentality? I used to say, you know, I don't have a degree in business or who am I to want to make massive income, to change broken systems, um, to make the world a better place, to do certain things that are on my heart to make sure that our future has God in it for our children. Who am I to be doing this, right? I don't know if you've ever said that to yourself, but I definitely have. And I'm excited to chat with you about this today because I know many of you might be feeling stuck right now and you aren't growing or doing the thing that God gave you to build. You're not bringing that dream to life that he's placed on your heart. You're not doing the thing that you have a vision for because you don't feel like you're the right girl for the job when it comes to your calling. And I know that many of you are talking yourselves out of things before you even start. We come up with a laundry list of reasons and items why we're not the person that should be doing it or we're not ready, or why we shouldn't be doing whatever it is that God called us to do. And in this episode, and for this podcast, and what I do, it's creating your online business by God's design. And I want to put a faith-based perspective on things and the imposter syndrome that we deal with as Christian women entrepreneurs, because it's a real thing. (laughs) And did you know that Moses dealt with it too? So that's 
not really exciting, but it's a great parallel between men, women in the Bible and what we're dealing with today as well. Because Moses tried convincing God that he was not the right person for the job, that he was not the right person to be freeing the Israelites from Egypt. And if you go to Exodus 3, that's where the story starts to take place. And that's where we're going to go to today. Moses had imposter syndrome, even though God called him for such a time as this. God called him, so that qualified him. And know today, my friend, that when God calls you, God places a dream on your heart, he's already qualified you as well. And I want you to know that there is nobody else on this side of heaven that could do the job that you're called to do, that you're called to create with your online business by God's design. He's called you to create it, to steward it, to scale it, and to use it to make massive impact and income on this side of heaven. And that is super exciting. And listen, it's 2022. There is literally no time left for excuses. (laughs) There is no time left. Evil has had its heyday in this world long enough. Our children are being indoctrinated in school systems who've kicked God out of it. Our political system is corrupt. And we need more faith-filled Christians in positions that can change our school systems, that can change our political system, and that can change our community. And the only way that's going to happen is if we start taking that step of faith, standing for what we believe in, and stewarding this dream God placed on our heart to create an online business so we can help those we're called to serve and make massive impact and income because money is what God put in this world as a tool for us to change things. In order to change things, in order to get faith-filled Christians in leadership positions, it takes money in order to do that. And goodness gracious, for the love of the Lord, we have men competing as women in women's sports. So come on, somebody. There is no time left to wait to steward the gifts that God gave you and bring that dream to life because we need faith-filled women with money to do some pretty darn daring and amazing things that's going to rock the status quo and say no more. No more time for dilly-daddling because you don't know what you're doing or how to do it or how to even get started. There's no more time for that. Believe me, I get it. I feel like a fish out of water too. But when God called you to do something on this side of heaven, he already was fully aware of your knowledge level. He was already full aware of your experiences and the things that he's called you to do. I didn't know how to podcast, but he put podcasting on my heart. So he gave me the resources in order to do it. I was at a nine to five that was draining the life out of me because it didn't align with who God created me to be. He put the resources and the coach in front of me in order to help me ditch that nine to five. And he already knows where you are at this certain time in your life. That's why he has already put people around you and he's lining up people 
that he wants to use to help get you where he wants you to go. And that's why you hire a coach, hopefully a Christian coach, (laughs) and you lock arms with someone who's already been there to help you learn faster. And that's what you are going to be for the person that you're called to serve as well. No matter what niche you're in, the health and wellness or relationships, whatever it is, you are put there to help them solve their problem quicker and faster than what you did in a nutshell, right? (laughs) And your circumstances and where you are right now is not a surprise to God. So you are still the right girl for the job. And I want you to understand this without giving, you know, the enemy credit, but I want you to understand that when you're trying to do something that you've never done before, when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, when you're doing something that God has been asking you to do, and you've never done it before, or you are a first generation doer of that thing, a first generation entrepreneur in your family, whatever it is, you're going to have a lot of resistance, especially when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, you're going to have resistance and you're going to have people question you second guess you and start to say things about what you're doing because They haven't done it, but God didn't give them that dream. He gave you that dream. And if the enemy can discourage you right in the beginning stages of starting your business from the very beginning, before you even hardly get started, it's so much easier for you to throw in the towel. And then you have zero impact. You have zero impact if you stop before you start. Let me say that again. You have zero impact if you stop before you start. And the enemy knows that if he can get you to throw in the towel, then his job is much easier. That is why the enemy is coming to attack our children at young ages. This is why there's things happening in our education and political system that are an attack on our children. Because if the enemy can persuade them now not to follow Christ and not to follow him at a young age, then the enemy's job is so much easier. And if the enemy can persuade you to not to do something in the infant and baby stages of that dream that God gave you before you even actually get your business off the ground, then you're going to have zero impact. All right, so let's get back to Moses and Moses's imposter syndrome mindset. I want to talk to you about five things that he said back to God when God told him that he's the man for the job to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. There were five excuses he gave God, five reasons why Moses thought he was not qualified and why God shouldn't use him. (laughs) which is crazy, right? Um, Hello, God comes to you in a burning bush and says, I want you to free my people. (laughs) God has to see something in you, right? (laughs) And God told Moses, no, you're going to do this. You've got what it takes. And he went on to use Moses to do great things. So I hope this encourages you today to look past all those feelings of inadequacy that you have right now and press on. Because the cry of our heart, no matter what, no matter what the fear is, no matter what excuses we have is here, God, here I am, use me. 
And I know that some of you listening to this right now have a dream and a desire inside to create something from the unique gifts, talents, knowledge, and life experiences that God gave you. He put a dream in your heart to take all of that, your God-given genius zone, and extract it and create something from it in this online space to create a business to help others. And you may have similar excuses and similar reasons that Moses that we're going to get into here shortly that he said to God and why you haven't started yet. Or maybe you even have a business and God's asking you to pivot it and take it to the online space. Maybe you've already started something and God's asking you to explode it. He's asking you to step more out of your comfort zone and grow it. He's asking you to add different or new components to it, whatever it is. So here are the five things that um, Moses told God and why he's not qualified to do what God asked him to do. And this first one is in Exodus 3.11. Um, I'll read the verse to you, but basically it's, he said, I'm not good enough, Lord. In a nutshell, Moses said, eh, I'm not good enough. Um, so Moses 3.11 says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So who am I? Like, who am I to be doing this, Lord? How many of you find yourself thinking or saying, who am I to do whatever that dream is on your heart? How many of you heard from other people? Like, who does she think she is? How many of you hear that in your mind? Like, who do you think you are to be doing that? I definitely have. Who do I think I am to bring that dream to life and create a massive amount of impact and income so I can change the broken systems that have been on my heart. So I can help moms come home to restore the family unit the way God intended by helping you create your online business by God's design. Who am I to be able to do that? I have an accounting degree. I should be using my degree. I shouldn't be dibble dabbling in the online space, right? So we all have those imposter syndrome thoughts of who am I? I'm not good enough to be doing what God has asked me to do or bringing that dream to life that he's laid on my heart. And if you read further on in Exodus 12, God said, I certainly will be with you and let this be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on the mountain. And every time as we go through this, and you can grab your Bible and read it too, but every time Moses had a excuse or an imposter syndrome thought, God contradicted that. He flipped the script on that and said something like, I will be with you. Or he showed Moses how the rod turned into the serpent in one of the verses. We'll get to that. But every time Moses said, I can't do it, God said, yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> so that was the first one, Exodus 3.11. I'm not good enough. Who am I to be doing this, what you've called me to do? Which I'm sure we all deal with. The second one is Exodus 3.13, which basically is, I don't know everything. How many of you have thought, well, I don't know everything. I don't know how to get from A to Z, when all you need to do is go to A to B, and then A, B to C, and then to D. You don't need to know 
the whole journey of A to Z. You just need to keep taking one step forward. You don't have to know everything. And in this online space, when you are serving the person you're called to serve, you only need to be one chapter ahead of them. You only need to be one to 10 steps ahead of them even. Your ideal person, the person you're called to serve is you a month ago, you five years ago, you as a younger version of you, you have already gone through and solved the problem that you're helping your person that you're called to serve solve. So you don't need to know everything. You just need to be one step ahead. So Exodus 3.13 said that Moses said to to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers have sent me to you, and they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? So he is saying to God, I don't know everything. What if they ask me questions and I don't know the answer? Have you ever thought about that? (laughs) I do, especially if I'm coaching someone or someone asks me a question. What if I don't know the answer to that? What am I going to say, Lord? You know, we have the exact same thoughts. In other words, are they going to ask me questions and it's going to trip me up (laughs) like Moses was thinking? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. I love that. I love that. I am who I am. Thus, you say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. That's powerful. Those are the two most powerful words, I am. And whatever you say after that is powerful. That's why your words of affirmation and how you speak about yourself need to be positive and powerful. I am completing my dream that God's placed on my heart. I am a blessing, right? So Moses said, I don't know everything. I'm not going to have all the answers. And God says, I'm going to be with you. The third thing is people won't like me or what I'm doing, or they're not going to believe me. And that's Exodus 4, 1. So let me read that a second. Then Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, the Lord has not appeared to you. So that's the third excuse that he used. And basically in a nutshell, Moses is saying, what if people don't like me? What if they don't believe me? Right? So in other words, what if people think that you're full of crud? (laughs) Or what if you get some critics? Or what if you get some people that don't like you for what you're doing in your online business? Let me tell you, whatever you're facing today, whatever you're thinking about doing, whatever you're thinking about launching, creating, attempting, you're going to have critics. And your critics are not your creator. You owe them nothing. And right now in this verse, basically Moses is saying, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't like me? What if I have critics, right? We're going to have critics. Anytime you step outside what is quote unquote normal, you're going to have critics. And that saying that, and I didn't coin this saying, but uh, be careful Otherwise, you're going to end up average because anytime you step out of average, you're going to have people that criticize you, make fun of you. And honestly, it's more about them than it is you. In a sense, you're a threat to them because they see all their dreams, all their visions, all their ideas, all the things that they didn't do 
that they shoved to the back burner because they were too lazy or too scared. They see that in you. And that's why they're criticizing you. That's why they're coming against you. So it's more about them than it is about you. But remember, your critics are not your creator. You owe them nothing. And Moses struggled with the same thing that we do today. The next one, I'm not quite sure what number we're on. Um, I think this is the fourth. Yes, the fourth one. I'm terrible at public speaking and leading. So this is Exodus 4.10. That was another one of excuses. I'm not eloquent. I I don't have a great, um, what did he say? I'm not, I'm slow to speak and slow of tongue. So let's see, 4.10. Then Moses said to the Lord, oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. And the Lord replied, who has made man's mouth or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seen or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what to say. I love that. God created you. He will go before you. He will take your mouth and teach you what to say. So in other words, I'm not good, God. I'm not good speaking to people. I'm a terrible public speaker. I can't deliver the message that you put on my heart. Oh my goodness. This one resonates with me. I think I talk too fast. In this episode, I'm kind of trying to slow it down. But when I get excited, when I'm passionate about something, I talk really fast and I'm all over the place. I feel that I need notes. I feel that my words aren't enunciated as prominent as they should be. I've been told that I'm too much sometimes. I talk too loud. Like, sheesh, the enemy is going to use anyone and everyone, especially people close to you, to try to squish your dreams and say things that kind of crush your spirit, especially when he knows that you were created for something amazing. I have had two people prophesy over me that I would be speaking on stages They see me on stages with lights and speaking. And one of my affirmations that I speak forth every day is I'm a faith-filled inspirational speaker. So yeah, I feel this one in my soul. It's an excuse that I could use that I'm terrible at public speaking, but I'm not eloquent. I, you know, like I've been told, I'm too much. I talk too loud. I talk too fast. Like, goodness gracious. Yeah, the enemy is going to use that to try to crush my spirit and not step into what God has already ordained me to do, whatever that is of speaking on stages and speaking life into faith-filled women. But when God is tapping you on your shoulder and calling you forth, he already knows your skill set. He already knows what you're good at and what you're not good at. He already knows the skills that are going to need to be developed and worked out in you. He already knew that Moses wasn't going to find himself to be a great speaker. That came at zero surprise to the Lord. He was not surprised by it. And he's not surprised by you. He's not surprised by me. When we say that, who am I, Lord? I am not qualified to do what you asked. He's not surprised because he wired each and every one of us with certain skills and abilities. And he already knows our skill set and what we need to be developing And he knows that we can do it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have called us. And the fifth one, I'm not qualified or imposter syndrome. Let's just 
uh, Exodus 4.13. But he said, Oh my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else you may send. <laughs> so basically he said, can you send someone else, Lord? Um, not me. I'm not qualified. <laughs> please send someone else. I'm not the one you want for this job. I'm not the one you want to equip for this. And God was like, um, yeah, you're still the person for the job. <laughs> and I know that we can all relate to this feeling of not feeling qualified. But you never know what is on the other side of your obedience and who needs you to show up and be you. And my pastor says all the time, you don't know who or what is on the other side of your obedience. And I need you to understand that because do we understand what the Lord wants us to do all the time? Nope. Do we understand what we're even doing all the time? No, but I still want to be a yes person and do it anyways. Do I feel like I'm not always good at what God has called me to do? Yeah, but I still do it anyways. I'm afraid I'm going to tick people off. I'm afraid that some people and strangers on the internet will come at me because I'm happy and passionate doing what the Lord has called me to do. Yeah, I'm afraid about that. But I want to be known as a yes girl in heaven. I don't want to look back on my life and realize that I didn't do what God laid on my heart to do. There's a fire burning in my soul and a dream on my heart. And I know that if I don't step into it and be obedient to what God's called me to do, that I'm just going to be average. I'm going to go back to being mediocre and that flame is going to dwindle. And then I'm going to look back and regret not doing what he's placed on my heart to do. And I don't want that to happen. One, because I'm raising a world changer, a warrior for the kingdom. And I want him to step into his calling on this side of heaven. The same reason why I want you to step into your calling on this side of heaven. Because you have someone out there that's waiting for you to show up and be you and bring that dream to life. Because they're waiting for you to change their lives. So I'm asking you to link arms with me and do that same thing. God already knew what you would be able to do. And he's already qualified you to do it, even if you have the same excuses Moses had. Because the Lord already knows your talents. He already knows your fears. And he is not up in heaven stressing about anything because he already knows. He's not stressing out because we don't think that we can do it perfectly. He's not up there stressing that we don't think we know how to do what the thing he's asking us to do. He knows that we can because he's created us to do it. And he's going to bring the right resources, the right people, the right instructions for you to carry out that dream that he's placed on your heart to create your online business by God's design so you can make impact and income on this side of heaven. And he's already lined the people up that are waiting for you to create and build that business so they can purchase from you and so you can be that world changer to them. Thank you again. You're amazing. I pray that this blessed you and have an amazing day. Thank you again. You're amazing. I pray that this blessed you and have an amazing day. That's it for today, friends. 
It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you. And you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianpreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.